Hallo, willkommen zum Biennale Podcast. Mein Name ist Alexandra Savia. Ich unterhalte mich mit Gästen der Biennale 2022. Heute kann ich mit Andrea Paloro sprechen über seinen Film Monika. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Alexandra. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you. Where are you right now? I am in Venice, actually. I just got back from Chicago and I'm on my way to Warsaw before coming to Vienna. <laughs> Great. A lot of touring, I see. Yes, yes. I'm in Vienna right now. We are doing this uh, talk per video call. And uh, we are going to talk about your film, Monica. Uh, Monica is about a woman uh, who has been living in L.A. for several years and she is returning home to care for her dying mother. And um, uh, the mother is played by Patricia Clarkson. Monica is played by Trace Lissette, who is also known from series like Transparency or Disclosure. And... Um, Uh, at this point, I would also like to mention your previous film, Hannah, from 2017, which starred uh, Charlotte Rampling and uh, which also was a very intimate character study of a woman and also dealt with in a different way and, and on a different uh, on different occasion, but also dealt with questions of identity and um, the trouble of loss of identity or reassessment. Uh, but maybe you can say something about that because it, it's a kind of resemblance that strikes me that there seems to be a great interest on your part um, and a great empathy for uh, female protagonists and, and yes. female characters. Thank you. Thank you for pointing it out, Alexandra. Yes. Um, well, you know, both films, actually, I, I see them as a, a part of a larger exploration, um, part of a trilogy, actually, uh, which um, Hannah is uh, uh, the first chapter and Monica is the second. And um, they explore uh, the complexities and the dynamics and the consequences of, of abandonment. Um, abandonment, not just as the act of being abandoned and abandoning, but also as uh, uh, not being recognized or not being accepted for one for what one is, you know, for who one is. And uh, I believe that you know these are uh, this is something that um, we all deal with in one way or another. It's something that seeps through all of our relationships. And uh, I'm very fascinated by, uh, you know, the way and the consequences that this has in our lives. You know, the traumas and the, the wounds that we experience, you know, sometimes often in our childhood in regards to, to this theme. And, um, you know, while, you know, with Hannah, you know, we we saw a woman, though, that, that was struggling to come to terms with uh, who she is, with their own identity, uh, a woman that was uh, down spiraling uh, and, uh, and not being able to really uh, recognize herself. You know, with Monica, we uh, observe almost the opposite. Uh, for me, she's... Uh, a modern day heroine in, in some way, you know, because like we see her as, uh, as she comes to terms with her wounds and with her, with the traumas of her past. And uh, uh, she does it through forgiveness 
and uh, uh, with so much courage and uh, and um, grace, I would say. Uh, so yes, like women are at the center of these explorations and they're like through the prism of, uh, uh, as I said, abandonment, uh, but uh, from different uh, points of view and different perspectives. And why would you say you're drawn to women as protagonists in that? Because... Yeah, no, this is actually a really good question that I ask myself as well. Um, I, I've always been uh, fascinated by that universe. Uh, you know, I, I was... Uh, uh, we, women uh, had a very, very important and big role in my life. You know, my grandmother, my aunts, I had like three beautiful and incredible aunts um, that have been very, very important in my childhood and in my life. And then my mom, of course. Uh, so it comes natural to me to uh, to 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 want to delve into uh, those psychologies and those universes. That's interesting, and um, uh, we we are going to talk more about uh, the respect and the abandonment. But what I feel very much uh, is uh, the topic of respect in your films is also uh, shown in the way you're directing the 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 actresses, but also developing the characters as such. I feel there's a lot of respect also towards the. Um, well, the figures, but also the real actresses, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. which which I found very, or which I find uh, very um, nice to see because maybe you agree, but cinema is not, for me, cinema is not about, you know, uh, giving answers, but it's about yes. asking questions and oh, finding out. I couldn't agree more. You know, this is in fact, uh, I think uh, it's, uh, it's the column, is the pillar of uh, you know my approach to cinema you know like i i i believe that uh you know the most cathartic the most uh, powerful that cinema can be is when it establishes uh, like a very individual and uh, independent type of relationship with the spectator in which it doesn't tell them what to think or how to feel but it allows them the freedom to connect their own dots and and to and, and, and to find a way, you know, to project themselves onto the characters and onto the story. And in that way, maybe even to get to know themselves better. But it's crucial that in order to do that, um, you know, it's uh, it has to be a cinema of uh, active engagement, you know? So like uh, the, the spectator has to become a participant of the experience, you know? Right, right. I agree. Also, freedom is a is a nice word to uh, think about because I feel um, Monica being played by Trace uh, is um, is or Trace is very free. I, I had the impression that Trace was yeah. very free uh, in 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 you know shaping the role, and I was yeah. wondering, and that's that's what I'm gonna ask now. Uh, did you? Because as she is a transgender woman and uh, she's known for that. People will recognize her for that. Um, but the film never addresses that um, up front. Exactly, yeah. at all. But there is one scene uh, which kind of like could be a recognition of, you know, which kind of like could mean that the recognition only happens now because of, of that. But we don't know. 
so uh, I found that very liberating also when watching because it felt mm -hmm. uh, such a... Um, Again, it was a very respectful way to to deal with the woman uh, Trace and also with the woman Monica not addressing that because she is she is a woman and she is what she is or who she is, but whoever that may be. And yeah. um, so I was wondering, did you uh, did you cast uh, or when casting, did you look for a transgender person or did that just happen because Trace was was such a great. Bit? I don't thank, know. Thank, you so, thank you so much for the question, Alexandra. Yeah, it's a very important question because, yes, from the very beginning, um, uh, I wanted to cast uh, um, a transgender actress uh, and um, or not even actress, actually, just uh, uh, someone that could embody that emotional and psychological state of mind, you know, that I wanted to explore with Monica. Uh, she didn't need to be an actress, but I wanted her to be transgender. So I actually embarked on a very, very long search. And I saw about 30 candidates for the role. Uh, and it took me over a year to find the trace. But uh, I can tell you that from the very first moment we met, I knew that I found the person that I could embark on this journey with. And, uh, you know, it was immediately clear that... Uh, Trace not only understood um, very deeply, you know, the complexities of Monica, because, you know, her her life experience, you know, uh, drew a similar trajectory to the one of Monica, I would say. But uh, uh, she also possessed the, the very rare uh, quality and talent of, um, of uh, being and becoming instead of uh, acting. Um, and that uh, it was something that was very, very clear from the beginning. And uh, it has been a, such a, an honor and, uh, and a pleasure to, to create, to give birth to this character with her. Yeah, and she is great in the role. She she has a lot of elegance and a lot of calmness. But um, I will come back to that in a minute. I was just wondering, uh, in your own uh, words or in your own thoughts, why didn't you want to make that uh, transition a topic in the film? Because it's... Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I felt that... Uh, you know, as a society, we we are we were ready, or we needed, you know, to uh, explore, uh, you know, the complexities of uh, an individual who happens to be transgender without stressing, um, you know, her transition, uh, like we are used to in all these other stories or or, or media. You know, I felt. Uh, you know, it was important um, to, because this is not a film about being transgender. Um, this is a, a film about family, you know, a, a film about returning back to your roots, you know, and uh, uh, Monica, yes, happens to be a transgender and, you know, the film does address it, but uh, as you said, it doesn't do it, uh, you know, head on. It doesn't put a focus on it. And, um, uh, I felt uh, uh, that we needed to to tell stories about transgender people that don't focus on the transitioning part. You know, if that makes any sense. 
also the the visual uh, grammar of the film and the the visual language of the film is very striking because it um, it carries her in that uh, in that uh, feeling and in that you know way yes. of being. Um, so I'd like to talk uh, with you a little about that and about your thoughts behind the ratio, for example. Thank you so much for pointing it out um, because it's very important. Um, you know, uh, every uh, choice that my creative collaborators and I made about the language of cinema uh, that we used um, from, um, you know, as you said, like the composition of the image from the choice of the aspect ratio to the essential use of editing to the exclusively diegetic use of sound, for example, you know, they were all uh, meant to uh, allow the spectator to delve into uh, Monica's inner world. You know, they were all meant to um, give us the opportunity to penetrate that world and to to observe it, to photograph it, you know? And so, for example, with the aspect ratio for my cinematographer and I, Kit Mendy, from the very beginning, and it was very, very important to find uh, like an, a, a way to enhance the, um, the codependence that is at the root of a lot of these relationships, you know? And we believed that and we, through exploration, that, um, you know, the aspect ratio that we chose, you know, which is a 1.2 to 1, you know, it's like actually um, more narrow than, than most uh, ratios that we are used to, um, you know, by prioritizing, you know, the body and the face over the landscape uh, be because of its uh, square-like uh, nature, uh, it would... Uh, as I said, enhance, uh, you know, that sense of codependence and claustrophobia that two or more bodies within the same frame can have. Uh, and also uh, it, it allowed us to um, bring even more attention to, you know, what is left outside of the frame, which is very important in this film, you know, in drawing the parallel between, uh, you know, the interior and exterior, the psychological and the physical. You Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. Also, it, it enhances the feeling, uh, weirdly enough, especially when she's at home and uh, walking about in half, walking on eggshells. Yeah, and um, how the fragmentation of the body allows exactly. for, for the body to be looked at in different ways, you know, and to be reinvented constantly. Exactly. And I also love the scenes because she is working as a, a sex worker, uh, partly. Uh, uh, we don't know a lot about her job or what she does, but we see some some scenes. And I loved how uh, the, her body and how she is, is shot in those scenes. And um, because it, you know, it, it really um, feels, I don't know, it feels very natural and never you know the, the the common word male gaze it never it never occurred to me oh uh, good I'm yeah. so happy to hear that <laughs> was that something you actually kind of like consciously tried to avoid or uh did you did you uh, not really think about it well I I didn't think about it the, like directly but uh, I was always very conscious uh, in uh, um in in allowing the space for the spectator to have uh, their own uh, 
uh, understanding and to bring their own experiences onto uh, you know the character onto Monica. Um, and so I I I wanted uh, to uh, keep manipulations or or, or um, you know the the efforts to to direct the spectator in one way or another as minimal as possible. Yeah, and I also love the confidence uh, you have in your images and in the visual language because. Uh, the film has very little dialogue in comparison to a lot of other films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's also something it shares with uh, with Hannah. Yeah, like I, I think I'm very drawn to uh, those moments where, of observation where um, we follow a character, you know, often when they're, when they're by themselves, um, moments that don't rely on, on dialogue, but uh, that reveal certain truths of the character. You know, I think... Uh, like um, I am uh, I'm most uh, drawn and most fascinated, I think, by by that type of truth. And so I, as a, as I, 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 I am so hungry for it as a spectator. You know, I, I it comes naturally then like, that I I search for those moments uh, also as a filmmaker and as a director. You know. I see. Um, she is, Monica is returning from LA, um, as we said, to a uh, Midwestern state. It's Ohio. Um, why uh, didn't you stay in LA? Why was that important? Yes. Well, I I felt that, that uh, you know, the dichotomy that uh, exists, you know, between uh, different realities of uh, the US's identity you know, like the differences that there are between, you know, a place like Los Angeles and a place like the Midwest, you know. Which differences in, are those, uh, in your opinion? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, in, uh, in Los Angeles, uh, I feel at least uh, um, a sense uh, of, uh, of, of freedom and a sense uh, of uh, uh, a relationship with the future and with the progress and uh, that is very different for example than um how you feel in uh, in the midwest and I, i'm i'm not I, i i don't want to say or um frame this as better and worse you know because they're different realities but obviously i feel much more comfortable in uh, in, a, in a place like los angeles and that's where i chose to live you know my my myself but you know i do see that um you know, whenever I pass through the Midwest, um, there is a, a, a sense uh, of, uh, um, of of more like uh, close mindedness, you know, of of, uh, of 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 limitations, you know, they come from a, a number of 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 places and uh, reasons, you know. Um, so, for me. Uh, you know, to see Monica returning to um, uh, the childhood that she left behind, even regionally speaking, you know, geographically speaking, was important, you know, to see that, like, you know, the actual trip that she takes uh, from Los Angeles to Cincinnati uh, it was, uh, was very, very important, you know, to give, uh, like, a visual representation of what it meant to be so far away and to having to return. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, now I'd like to talk a, 
a little more about uh, the um, uh, uh, the chemistry also between Patricia Clarkson and Trace yeah. because it's it's a very um, I don't know it seems like a very lucky chemistry because it perfectly fits the the setup of the characters. How was that? How did you uh, direct them? Uh, let let us in a little more on that. Um, of course. Um, well. I, I, we were extremely lucky because uh, uh, when you work uh, with the uh, actors of that caliber, uh, it's, it's, it's such a pleasure, you know, uh, on every level. Um, but uh, we had a long time to, to talk about this film from the moment that uh, um, we we started working together to the moment that we actually started production. You know, there were about two and a half years, three years. Um, that's how, that's how long it took to put together the funding, and then COVID. Uh, you know, like there were, oh, yeah. there were a lot of obstacles along the way. But you know, these three years allowed us um, to to delve into these characters together and to get to know one another very intimately. Um, and uh, more importantly, it allowed us to build a sense of trust, uh, which was crucial for the type of exploration that we embarked on. And um, the moment that we got on set, um, you know, we didn't rehearse any of the scenes. Um, uh, in fact, it was very important for me to uh, leave the space to... Uh, you know, shoot, uh, you know, the first moments that these scenes would uh, would uh, happen, you know, um, the very first take, you know, was like, it was, it was one that I'm very protective of. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but we were able to do that because we had done all the work beforehand and uh, we knew that we, we had each other's back and that, um, you know, we were there uh, because we we had this like our, our vision of how to 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 explore these characters was uh, very similar. It was in sync. It was complementary, uh, and uh, it was it was an absolute pleasure, as I said, to to see these these very powerful um, artists, you know, uh, do their 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 create. You know, yeah, yeah. The trust absolutely reflects in the in the film and in the acting. Yeah. Um, to come back to the to one of the central uh, um, themes or or uh, topics of the film, uh, which, as we said, is is acceptance uh, for what one is, but also forgiveness. And I don't know who said that, but I know they're saying it. It says um, forgiveness is an inside job. And uh, I mean, we can really, you know, witness Monica doing this job, you know. So uh, why do you think or what's so important about being able to forgive or what is forgiving? Or mm -hmm. What does it mean for to you in your yes. well, opinion? To forgive, I think, um, means uh, to evolve, you know, and, and uh, not to stay, you know, in a in a in an emotional and psychological uh, space that prevents you from um, from going forward, you know it's uh, 
I think for for forgiving, uh, um, yeah, is, uh, is 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 something that allows one to uh, pass to an, another level of uh, of awareness, but also of relationships. You know, the forgiving is actually something that we do for ourselves. No, for sure. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think uh, uh, it uh, it it makes one live their lives in uh, in different ways, you know. From like for, for forgiving allows for a very specific approach to life and to self identity and and to the world around us. Yeah. That, that predisposition for forgiveness, I would say. Of course, you know, it's more or less, can be more or less hard, you know, to forgive depending on on a number of uh, of issues. But uh, but um, generally speaking, I would say yes. That that is what forgiveness can can uh, have for us. They they the effects and consequences that it has for us. Yeah, that's true. And also with families, it, it's, a, it's a special case. Uh, again, um, what's interesting is also that, um, I mean, on the one hand, it's such an enriching um, take not to have that uh, lot of dialogue in the film, but also uh, it shows um, actually quite painfully how uh, how the 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 characters and how the family is lacking words you know mm -hmm. uh that's that's the feeling i had uh, is that something yes. you yeah you had yes, well, well yeah of course well the the inability to communicate uh or the difficulty to do so it's a it's at the center of, of a lot of my explorations you know or often you know to use words that don't really reflect, uh, you know, how we're feeling, but that tend to mask or protect us from being as vulnerable, you know, and as, as being as direct. Um, and I think uh, that uh, is something that uh, I observe in a lot of uh, uh, the behavior of, of people around me, but also of the world at large. Words can be deceiving as well you know like the, our relationship to words um and uh, and so for me like i i am i am very drawn to to those moments that uh, cannot be assimilated easily or digested easily cinematically i mean i mean you know that like that have a sense of mystery that uh, that we need uh, to decode and uh, and and trying to understand further discomfort and that often happens without the dialogue you know yeah mystery and discomfort maybe also it's yes something. of course of course actually and actually you know to challenge the spectator to uh, um to put them in a position of discomfort at times uh, is very very important to to allow them the opportunity to think about things differently you know Thank you for uh, the talk, Andrea, and thank you for the film. Oh, Alexandra, it was a pleasure to to talk to you. Thank you so much. Yes, you you too. I'm looking. I hope to... that we'll be able to see each other in Vienna in person. Absolutely, we will. I will be around, and I will make sure to say hi when you're here. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot, and good. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.